Hey guys, welcome back to the Landco podcast. Uh, this episode is, I don't even know the episode anymore, but it is the Waterfowl Development Series. I'll put the episode on the notes and the title. It's probably like episode seven-ish. Um, but I wanted to chat with you guys on the development that we have, that Pudic and I have on the 135 acres in Canton. Again, we bought that, I think we're going on a few years now. Uh, with the goal of making it just like an awesome waterfowl farm. So we're developing it um, strictly for waterfowl. And the first like several episodes um, went over kind of like what we built, uh, the plans. And we are at the stage where like we're, we have a few more things to like build, but most of the, the big earth moving is done. So now we're onto like details and, you know, getting water to wetlands, uh, getting power places, getting blinds and pits out there. Um, but now where we are at the end of the um, development, the, uh, I believe the last episode, we were just getting ready to pump everything full and everything was fine. Uh, the only the only issue we had was, if you remember when we, we so we pumped from our lower wetland. And again, I'll, I'll throw pictures um, on the, if you're listening on like just your, in your truck, like in, on Apple podcast, hop on the website. We, we also post these to the website, to the um to the blog and on those um, pages, I, I'll throw some pictures beneath it. If you want to go kind of check out what I'm talking about, but the middle of the 135 is our only like, well, it's our biggest low ground wetland, like bottom ground, like wet area. And it's, I think it's eight acres, but we pump from there up to a new one that we built that we call Centerfield wetland, um, which has histor- historically been like our best dry field. So we're, they seem to like that area. So we're, we were really excited about that um, Centerfield wetland. We thought it would do well. Last year, we had um, we didn't have a way to pump water up there, so we were relying uh, strictly on rainwater. And it filled it. Like last year was a good year for filling wetlands with water, and it didn't even that. It didn't fill it all up. So like it probably filled it up halfway. So we never got like a sense of how good the wetland was going to be or how much they they'd use it. So we knew we had to pump water from the the bottom. Um, which we call clam wetland, um, up about a thousand feet. And we used corrugated tile and it was like, I don't think we, I don't think we wouldn't have done that for a client. I was just sort of curious if that would work. Like you always hear, you know, in our industry, there's always like all these like old, old legends and like, you know, of what works and what doesn't. But a lot of my like it's not that I don't believe them. Like I've just never seen anyone try it. Like I, one of them, so like this one, it's like, oh, you can't use corrugated uh, pipe to pump um, uphill because it's too much friction and um, it won't work. And whatever, we tried it anyways. <laughs> it was cheaper. You know, we could use that six-inch corrugated, like, just tile, and it was a lot cheaper. So we tried it, and again, I'd heard that it wouldn't work, but I've never, like, I don't know anyone personally that's tried it. It's like, oh, yeah, I tried that. It didn't work. Everyone's always like, no, it just doesn't work. I just know that. It's like, all right. Well, we tried it because it was cheaper and like it didn't work. <laughs> so we can officially be like those people that, you know, don't put corrugated tile in to pump um, uphill because that pressure. So it was fine. Like, well, it wasn't fine. Um, I wasn't there. Pudic did it. And he was like, it, it worked. Like we got water all the way up, but like the, eventually the pressure, like not not like uphill um, or where it's coming, like filling the wetland. It's like the junction. Um, it was just too much pressure. Like 
it would either blow apart the um the like the attachment or like if you know because he tried several different things or it was even blowing through the corrugated tile like just past where it was attached like the pressure it was just too much so it didn't work whatever we were the guinea pigs uh sucks we were out a few bucks um, but now we know you know if it worked we could have saved some of our clients money down the road so you know i'm not entirely upset that we tried it but it didn't work so we had to scramble kind of last minute um and just do it the right way and so we had to put in 800 or a thousand feet of uh pvc tile um kind of like sewage kind of like drainage tile um uphill that that um 800 to a thousand feet and once we did that um, worked flawlessly. You know, that's what we should have done the first first time, but it was it's probably twice as much. But um, so we had to scramble doing that, but that is done, and that pumped fine. So we did get to see the wetland. Um, it has seeped a little bit, and we didn't fill it up probably as much as we should have uh, day one. So it's not entirely full, but we're we're probably six inches to a foot from full. So we got a much better idea of like how that wetland's going to work. Uh, gave us kind of a an idea of where we're going to put the blinds next year, so we could. You know, we had a good idea, but now we can at least visualize it. And it allowed us to kind of see if the ducks would use it. And we didn't, again, we're, we're purpose, purposefully letting um, some of the stuff rest. Uh, you know, clam's always been there. We fixed it up. But on these other wetlands, we're letting rest for a couple of years. Um, Mike Hitchcock told me that. Like, he said, if you can let a, um, a wetland rest for a few years and we build it to let those birds, like, find it, it'll help a ton in the long run. And I... I believe him. I've seen his place. And again, that's one of the coolest waterfowl farms that I've seen. So we, we did that, you know, we have other spots to hunt, so it wasn't a big deal. Um, but they found that upper wetland. Once it was full, they found it in a hurry. So again, it's only been full for like a week, um, ish, maybe a little more than that. But as soon as it was full, uh, they were on it. So we're excited to see how it'll do next year when it's full from, from, you know, day one. So that went well. Our bottom wetland, not our bottom wetland, we built a little small one-acre wetland um, that I'm sure we've gone over, but that one is below what we call hayfield, and we knew that it wouldn't fill up every year. It's just kind of a bonus wetland we have. There was already like a levee there in place. It was a cheap wetland to build. Um, last year, it filled up like immediately and would have been a cool spot to hunt because it's right next to these kind of big water, so it's not something you're going to hunt you know, all the time. But when birds are there, it's a spot you can sneak in and, and have a good hunt. This year, it just didn't fill up. Like, there was there was not enough rain, not nearly enough rain. Like, there's not even water in it. So um, that's that's just the nature of the beast on that wetland. Some years it's going to fill up, some years it's not. Um, all the stuff we did on clam, you know, taking all that Phragmite out, um, disking all around that so we can plant more, um, worked out great. I mean, I think when we bought it, like, and this has been happening slowly over the course of like, you know, I don't know how long it's been there, 15 years. It's just like the little drainage ditches every year, like the Phragmitean weeds expand out a little bit. So it was in rough shape. We probably doubled what, what we could plant there. Um, and they're using that. We did also get in um, a pit there. Uh, we got a Bradley blind. We talked about that last episode, but we finally got that delivered and installed that's going to that's on the north side of clam lake and again we won't hunt that this year it's we didn't have time to you know we just put it in probably two weeks ago so um and then you backfill around us so there's a bunch of mud there's you know too much to 
um, you know, run into this point and brush and no big deal. We, we've got other spots to hunt, but it is the in um, for next year. So all we have to do is kind of brush it in for next year, but it's a cool spot, um, cool little shooting hole right in front. And I, I think that one will do really well too. So um, that's, that's kind of what we've, we've done this year and where we're at now. Uh, so again, the major, the major dirt moving stuff uh, is all done. Um, we all, we probably, we, we will add a few more tillable acres next year. That's kind of an ongoing thing to try to farm more and more every year uh, and work on some of those spots. Um, but in terms of like waterfowl, you know, the next, the next two or three years, again, it was like a kind of a five-year plan. We're doing some of the stuff in, in stages, um, just, you know, to come up with like a, you know, a pile of money up front and one, one big chunk. Now we're probably looking at getting the power. Uh, we talked about that. We've, we've met with Amron and we know what that's going to run us, but you know, that might be an issue next year that we'll tackle. We'll try to get power down to clam so we can put in an electric pump, probably run power up to the wetlands so we can run our ice eaters there. Um, that will most likely be what we tackle next year. Uh, and then we're also looking at, um, you know, these don't, we don't have any blinds, these new wetlands and kind of new spots. Um, the farm is not set up with, um, with great blinds yet. Like there's a few pits out there that were there from when we bought it that are good for like field hunting. But in terms of, um, you know, wetland food hunting, that's something we'll have to address next year. So we'll, we'll probably grab another Bradley blind and, and probably build a few like, um, you know, just wood frame um, blinds. So we will tackle that next year as well. Uh, and then, you know, then we're kind of fine tuning it. So uh, it's getting close and we're excited to see how it'll do next year, but just wanted to bring you guys up to speed on that project. That's where we're at. And uh, we'll keep on it until it's done. So next year, I'll keep you in the loop on what we build, um, where we put the pits and all that stuff. And then hopefully late into next season, we'll, we'll give you a little heads up on how they did because we'll we'll start hunting it. Not, not as much as we will the year after, but we'll probably start dropping in and hunting uh, a few of those spots um, next year. So that'll do it for this episode. And we'll, um, as soon as we you know, do some more stuff with that project. We'll, I'll come back and do another episode, but that's where we're at with uh, that project. And uh, I appreciate you guys listening. <laughs>